Hello everyone and welcome to the Old Ways for the New Age podcast where we are embracing ancient ways of being and opening our hearts to the magic in everyday life. I am your host Christy, founder of Bohemian Farmhouse and Midnight Kin. In this show we will discuss topics like living slowly with ritual and with reverence for the earth and our bodies, herbal wisdom and plant spirit stories, traditional ways of life and have conversations with change makers who step lightly on the earth. Join us as we romance the ordinary, re-enchant our own lives with plant magic and get ourselves back to the garden. Hello everyone and welcome to the Old Ways for the New Age podcast. Today is a solo episode. I'm just going to have a little chat with you about rose. I really love this time of year. It's one of my favorite times of year where spring is whispering in the land and winter is on its way out but still clinging. I love to see the dry golden grasses all creamy but with beautiful blue wildflowers popping up amongst them. It's a beautiful time of year and all the little birds come and the insects again and you start to get those unfurlings of life. Not to mention the warmer nights and not so cold mornings. I love the heat. I've never enjoyed the cold. So this is definitely a favourite time of year for me. In case you haven't noticed, my voice is a little bit husky. I actually lost my voice last week. I only had a little bit of a cold, but I feel as though the timing on this is or has a deeper meaning. So when I first started Bohemian Farmhouse, it was really funny because The week of the first market that I had booked in, which was my first sort of foray into the real world, uh, where we had just been doing online sales and Instagram up until that point, I I was eating and I bit the side of my cheek and a few days later, my whole cheek and neck was swollen and I had an infection around my wisdom tooth. And it prevented me from even opening my mouth, even a short amount. And I definitely was not able to talk. (laughs) So that market had to be cancelled. And the thing was, I had a lot of fears up until that point of how am I going to speak to people? Who wants to hear what I have to say? And I feel as though with the first episode, launching of the podcast and me losing my voice shortly thereafter. It's just another instance of those same fears coming up. Who will want to hear what I have to say? Who cares about my opinion? So I'm taking that on board and I'm listening to what my body is telling me. So you will hear still that I'm a little bit husky but I am not going to let it stop me. I am absolutely determined to do this thing. And we have some really amazing interviews lined up with 
some beautiful women who are just doing the most incredible things in this world. And I'm really looking forward to sharing their voices and their stories as well. But for today, we are going to talk about Rose, as I've promised. And in our solo episodes in the future, we will be talking about different herbs. And I'm not going to talk about their practical applications so much as I'm going to talk about their spirit and my own personal experiences with them. So rose is one of these beautiful flowers that I think have been taken and almost exploited to the point where our common experiences with rose, seeing them say in the grocery or a florist is a mere shadow of what we could be experiencing with them. They have been grown and bred to the point where they have no perfume and I am talking about hothouse roses here. And they are the ones with the really strong stems that are nice and straight, the thorns that are big but not quite so sharp and the rose itself, the flower, doesn't open all the way most of the time. It stays quite clustered and they don't even really have fragrance at all. I feel like the life has just been sucked out of these roses being mass produced, mass, mass grown and farmed on such a large scale. In fact, most of them actually smell like the insecticide and pesticides that they use on them. If that's your experience with rose, oh, it's just, it's not what rose can be. It is a shadow. Not even a shadow. It's just, it's completely the opposite of what roses are. When you grow your own roses and you learn to build a relationship with the plant, they are the most healing, soul, life-giving flowers you will ever experience. Walking through a rose garden and having the scent of rose carried to you on the air, where the petals have been warmed by the sun and that beautiful scent is lifted up and carried to you and it envelopes you, is an experience like no other. It is a soulful experience and it hits you right in the heart. I feel like this is actually the best way to experience rose, to be in a rose garden. So if you can either grow your own, always the best, or get yourself to a botanical garden where there are some really beautiful old varieties of rose and just sit there, trust me, it will be a sublime experience. Now, going into rose and working with rose once you've harvested a rose, one of my absolute favorite things to do is simply to dry the petals on a basket. I feel like this works better than drying the whole rose. And what I actually like to do is cut the rose and sit them in a vase for a couple of days so that I can enjoy them. And then I will pluck the roses from the stem and try them on a plate. 
You might not like to do that if you are making a more potent medicine. It will mean that some of the essential oils are actually out of the rose having escaped into the air but not everything needs to be potent and the medicine of the flower is also in the enjoyment of the flower so being able to enjoy rose in the vase and feel those little moments of sweetness as you experience it every time you walk past it and stop and bury your nose into the lush velvet petals that is medicine as well so we don't need to always be thinking of how we can make the most potent extract because the medicine can lie in the sensual experience as well also rose actually carries the highest vibration of all the flowers and plants its properties can work on the heart to open the heart and soften the walls that we build around our heart. So it's especially good for people who are struggling with any kind of change that was unwelcomed, whether that's being fired from a job or moving to a new home. It could even help with breakup, grieving for the loss of a loved one and just on a more everyday level it helps with stress and anxiety and worry as well so it's just a really good medicine to use almost every day if you've built walls around your heart because of trauma that you've experienced in the past it can be really good at actually breaking those down but do not be under the illusion that that's going to happen in a really gentle way I think we think of roses as being this really gentle medicine because the rose itself has these beautiful soft petals that you do just want to bury your nose in but don't forget that the rose has a tendency to want to grow wild and it's only us that likes to keep it contained and pruned if you let a rose go it will take over and not only that but a rose has thorns and of course those thorns are sharp and they can hurt so definitely do not be under the illusion that just because it is rose and it holds the highest vibration that tearing down those walls that you have built around your heart is going to be an all over pleasant experience there can be some moments in there that are going to feel wild and wildly out of control and there are moments where it's going to hurt however the beauty of rose is that you have that soft petal to fall into at the same time as it's tearing down the walls and it's hurting and it feels out of control when you're falling you have that beautiful pillow of softness to fall into and that I feel is the beauty of its magic rose has actually been used since very very ancient times and before it was bred into so many different varieties it was actually quite a simple flower just a single petaled 
rose on this wild brambly vine with thorns all over it so you can imagine that even harvesting a rose back then would have been an experience for sure and you would have had to have battled to get to even the tiniest little simple petaled rose for its powerful medicine a little lesson in that i'm sure as well we actually use rose in a lot of our formulations at the shop because of its its beautiful skin softening properties as well you'll find it in a lot of our skincare we actually have a range called wild rose where there's a mist using pure rose hydrosol and no essential oils whatsoever so it's really nurturing for the skin and the wild rose face mask and the wild rose face butter so the wild rose face mask has actual powdered rose petals in the clay as well mixed in and the face butter itself actually uses rosehip oil and i wanted to talk to you about rosehips as well because we often don't even see rosehips especially if you live in queensland rosehips like the cold and just on a personal note i actually have a little branch of rosehips tattooed on my hip rosehips are like this the sweet medicine that comes after the bloom, as most berries or seed pods are. But rosehips are really, really high in vitamin C. And because they come at a time when it's cold, they're really beneficial for any sort of things that happen to humans in the cold, like a common cold. The vitamin C in the rosehips is really beneficial for a common cold. And on the plus side, it actually makes a lot of herbal teas taste delicious so you just need a little sprinkle uh, in a blend to sort of elevate it my German grandmother my Omi actually used to make a rose hip tea and pop it in the fridge all the time and whenever we went to her house we would have beautiful rose hip iced tea sweetened with just a little bit of honey coming back to rose though itself some of the ways that you can use rose and i'm just going to quickly list these because i am running out of my voice now and i can tell that it's needing a little bit of rest so one of the ways aside from sitting in a rose garden that you can enjoy the medicine of rose you could place a very diluted blend of rose essential oil over your heart Another really beautiful way of doing that is also to dry some rose petals. And if you do dry rose petals, please do not use roses that you have bought from a florist or um, from the grocers because they will have insecticides and pesticides all over them. Uh, unless you go to a florist who specifically says to you, these are grown organically, don't even bother. It's much better to grow your own and dry them. You know exactly then what they've been exposed to. But you could dry some rose petals and once dry, pop them in a jar with some oil and leave to sit for uh, two to six weeks. I usually like to leave mine for four because then it's a full moon cycle. You could find a charcoal tablet and heat that up and use that to burn the rose petals as an incense and you can definitely make an infusion of rose which is simply the rose petals in some just boiled water covered and let steep and you can drink that as a tea or you can use it in the bath 
as a hair rinse on your skin in a foot bath. You could put a little bit of alcohol with it to preserve it and just spray it into the air. This is not the way that you would actually make rose water or rose hydrosol. That's a bit more of a complicated method, but it is an infusion and it's, it's a nice subtle way to use rose as well. So let's just go back over what we've covered with rose. It's beautiful for any kind of work with love, anything to do with the heart. Self-love especially, and I believe that all love needs to start with self-love. So if you're wanting to bring more love into your life, you need to start with yourself. It's beautiful for releasing anger and sadness and bringing in forgiveness for taking down the walls around our, around our heart that we may have built due to trauma. And it can help us build resilience within our nervous system so that we can live out there in the world with a kinder and more open heart, something that is so important in this day and age, in every day and age. It's been important since the beginning of time, and I think that's the true work of healing the world, to heal our own hearts first, and from there we can show up in the world from a better place. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope that my husky voice did not affect the listening quality of this too much and until next week bye thank you so much for being here and for listening i know your time is sacred and special and i really appreciate you spending yours with me thank you and until next time bye